0: Welcome to Consulting Mastery, where we help B2B consultants master the business of consulting. I'm Carrie,
1: And I'm Ahmed. Join us as we explore the art of delivering outstanding client value, earning a higher income, and thriving in today's marketplace. Where do you think folks come up with their revenue targets? Where does that come from? Especially when you're starting out. I want to make, uh, as a new consultant in my first year, second year, I want to make X. Where does that come from?
0: What is really fascinating is it, I would say like 90% of the time it comes from, how do I replace the income that I used to have? That simple. I used to make $250,000 a year. How do I make $250,000 a year again? And that becomes the thing that I doggedly work towards for that first, however many months or years, quite frankly.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think 99% of the time that's, the thing, replace my income. Do you think that's good, bad, productive, unproductive?
0: I don't like to call things good or bad. And I do think, and we've talked about this in a previous episode, that there is a very real and very necessary transition in terms of how you think about your business. And that includes how you think about your income, right? Especially if you are, and this is what we're talking about, people who have left some kind of of more conventional you know career probably with a salary or, or something equivalent to it and so i don't know that it's necessarily bad right off the bat i think having a goal that you can point towards and has meaning to you is helpful i do however believe that it becomes counterproductive fairly quickly because what it means is that you're thinking in an entirely different way than you need to think eventually as someone who's a consultant, as someone who's developing a business. So I don't think it's terrible. I mean, you gotta start somewhere. You don't wanna maybe put yourself in a place where you're where you feel like you can't hit the hit the goal, and, and maybe that's the thing you need to feel safe and settled and you know, happy that you can feed your kids, but in fairly short order. You need to think about it from a completely different direction. And I'm not suggesting the number does or doesn't change, but I think the way of thinking about it needs to change.
1: My first four or five years in business, I made basically the same amount of money. It was a low six-figure number. And it didn't really change much because I had replaced my income. And I didn't even think beyond that I just got and I got busy right and I got so caught up in the day to day and just delivery and fulfillment and marketing and all that fun stuff that I never even bothered to consider is there another goal beyond this (laughs) like is there more room to grow I didn't even think about it because I had kind of met my you know retrospect you know arbitrary goal but also understandable because I think it's human nature like you you leave one income stream and you're your initial focus is how do I replace that income stream? So I think it's understandable, it's human nature. I was no exception to that. But then I stayed there for like five years. And, you know, my question to you is, anything wrong with staying there? And, you know, if folks have bigger goals, when's the time to start entertaining those? Or is there something that triggers people that, that forces the issue? How does that typically work?
0: Yeah, to answer your first question, I don't think there's anything wrong with staying there. I mean, if that's the choice that you want to make, if, if, you know, if, if you're happy and if your plans are all you know, suitably served by making that income that you map back to your, your previous salary and you're happy with that, that's totally fine if you have really thought it through and if you revisit it on a regular basis, and if you're super clear about what it is that you want. Because the other reason that I would say it happens is that you just don't have a frame, to your point, right? There's no frame to think about it differently. So all you can think about is I work this many hours and I make this much money. Because that's how your world has probably been up until now. And when you start, you know, when you get past the survival portion of starting a business, whatever that looks like, and it's shorter for some and much longer for others, and you start thinking about your business and your solution and how you can deliver it in a different way, then things open up. So, you know, to answer your final question, that realization I see happen in a couple of ways. So one is that People are methodical and they get to that point where they have replaced their income and then they think, okay, I did that. That's great, (laughs) right? Now, what else is there? What can I do? What can this look like? That's number one. And the second, which is, you know, kind of more fun to watch sometimes, but way less predictable is something will just happen that feels like a, you know, a smack in the face and suddenly you realize that something different is possible. And we just went through this on a a call um, earlier this week with a client of ours who, through, you know, certainly all the work that he's done and all the efforts that he's put in and everything that he's put in place, signed a deal that was twice as big as any deal he's ever signed before. And that was exciting. And everyone was giving you know, well-deserved high fives and super excited. And the next less thing less work he said...
1: if I'm not mistaken, right? Like double the deal size, Less work, yes. Less work. Absolutely. Yes.
0: Very good point. Yeah. Double, double the, you know, if you want to whittle it back to, to, to time for effort spent, incrementally more money. And that was great. But what was really great was the next thing he said, which is, I just realized... I'm playing a whole different game. <laughs> and that that goal that I'd set for myself that and with him it's funny because you know that I didn't really believe but you guys kept telling me was was absolutely doable. Now I understand that that's not even a goal that I could be interested in moving forward. I can double that, triple that, you know, 10x that. And it wasn't about the money. I mean this is all about belief, right? This is all about just recognizing that there is there's a level of play above the level that you're playing in right now.
1: Yeah. yes. If I think back to my experience, you know, first of all, I, I'm definitely the person that didn't think deliberately about goals. I just had this goal of replacing my income. And I think, you know, in fairness, I wanted to replace my income plus 20 to 30 percent. But it was more about meeting my living expenses and having some money to spend. Like that was really the way it was built. Right. And when I hit that goal, I stayed there and I was fairly satisfied. And it wasn't until there was some pain or dissatisfaction or frustration that I started to question whether there was more to be had. You know, in my case in particular, I was busy. I had a lot of clients, I was getting tired, it was very laborious. And I thought to myself, is there a more, you know, productive, profitable way to run this business that might entail higher revenue, maybe some expenses, building a team, different business model, et cetera. And that set me down a path.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what, what you are also alluding to, and we see this happen all the time, I think this is very common as well, is at the same time that the question about, is there more financially comes about? It's usually really tightly linked with what do I want my life to look like, right? It's not usually just about the money. And with the client that we're talking about with you, it's about, okay, I have now proven that I can do a certain thing, right? I can make a certain amount of revenue working in a certain way. Then the two questions arise. One is, do I want to slash can I make more? And how do I want to work? Because, you know, your question earlier about, is it okay to, to stay at your, you know, replacement revenue or replacement of your income as a revenue level? Some people choose that and work half as much. Also fair. But to me, it's like that, that realization all happens at the same time. And I feel like it's, it's the moment where you really step into your own as an entrepreneur. Because it's the moment where you realize, oh, wait a minute, I can decide how this goes. This is no more me just, you know, trying to meet a goal to do a thing because, you know, I'm kind of being bounced around by the outside world. It's, it's the moment, or at least the beginning of really believing that you have control. You have control over your targets. You have control over your lifestyle. You have control over how much and when and, you know, how you work and with whom you work. And that's when things can get really exciting.
1: And to your point, like belief plays a significant role, right? So if you want to make more money, go after larger deals, uh, you know, receive bigger checks, so to speak, you know, you can say you want those things, but until you fundamentally believe it's possible for you, it's likely not going to happen. And when I think through like what, what feeds that belief, at least from my experience, and I think this is probably true for the majority of our clients, what fed my belief that there was a bigger game to play and bigger goals to be achieved. There's three things. And the first one's going to throw you for a loop. Number one, marketers. (laughs) It's an ode to marketers. I first started to think about changing my business model and building out a more profitable offering and scaling the business after consuming the materials of some really good marketers that were trying to sell a thing. They were trying to sell a program, right? They were trying to sell a a model. They were trying to sell a training. And, you know, in many cases, I didn't buy the things, right? But their thinking influenced me. Their thinking expanded my horizons on what was possible. Their thinking set me down a path and got me excited about the path. And that continues to happen. That was one. Number two is uh, peers, Mm -hmm. peers. So being in the room with people who were doing the kinds of things that I saw myself doing, right? Joining masterminds, being part of peer groups, et cetera. You know, the client in question that you're speaking of obviously has had several conversations with us and with their peers inside our mastermind about their business and their goals. And guess what everyone told them? You can do this. You can do this. You can do this. We're doing it. These are my results. These are my results. These are my results. So when you're in a room of people that are all doing the things that you want to be doing that you previously might've thought was not possible for you, but then you're seeing these results firsthand, all of a sudden you become a believer really quickly. And then the third one to your point is, yeah, clients, like actual prospects and clients who write checks with your name on it. The first time that happens, like everybody remembers the biggest deal that they closed right and then when you beat that record you remember the next biggest deal because it it pushes your thinking around what am i worth and what can i charge and everyone's got a number oh my service is worth about this much i can charge about this much and we're we're comfortable with that number and then somebody comes along and pays you more and it completely like disrupts your entire belief system around value and worth and it raises the bar so I found those three to be the you know, marketers, peers, and clients. Those three data points, when they coalesced, really changed the game for me and expanded my horizons and what was possible.
0: Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a bit of a through line there, which is at the beginning, you probably have to borrow that belief, right? Most people, most you know, folks of, of sound mind and, and you know, folks who are reasonable Don't jump into this thing saying, okay, I'm going to make, you know, $3 million in my first three months. I mean, it's concerning if someone does come at it in that way, right? Unless they have some, you know, special sauce that we don't know about yet. But recognizing that it's not likely just going to be an innate thing that you can figure out on your own and recognizing that you need to surround yourself and gather that information and data and, you know, connect with people and, you know, read the books about, folks who have been successful and get yourself in the right rooms and push yourself when you are out in the world selling as well, you know, getting to a place where you can capture all those data points means you got to get out of your own little box, right? You have to crawl out from under your desk and, um, and interact and connect and just understand what happens in this brave new world that you've walked into
1: yeah and sometimes it takes time you know and that's why i i look back at my experience and you know part of me is like oh, it took me five years to get my act together but it took me five years to get my act together you know yeah. and that i think was probably necessary i probably wouldn't have been motivated to do anything sooner because i wasn't in pain it took me that long to just kind of settle into the new dynamic and the new arrangement of, of being independent and being a consultant being an entrepreneur being a business owner and all those things and, and you know in In my example, and we tell clients this story all the time, right? Like, you know, clients come to us and they go, well, we want to build something that like the 90 day pipeline, it's like really tight and it's really well articulated and it's very clear people know what they're getting. And like, I want an offer like that. And we go, yeah, it's 10 years in the making, you know, like we launched it five years ago. That's what people see. Well, Mm -hmm. most of them don't see that either. they come in today, (laughs) they don't see that it's a five-year-old program, right? That's gone through many iterations. Other what very few people see is the five years before that, that I was in the trenches working with organizations implementing this stuff that set the foundation for the program. And so that's the groundwork that I was laying. So, I mean, this is a message out to the folks that are, you know, in the trenches right now laying the groundwork. You might not even know. I didn't know I was laying the groundwork for this big thing that we would launch. I had no idea. I was just working. And you very well yeah, might be setting yourself up for the next breakthrough.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you definitely are. And, you know, recognizing that you're forever moving forward, right? That you're going through this process, that you're changing and that you're evolving and that it is groundwork, I think is, is really important. I mean, you said, oh, I can't believe I didn't get there. You know, it took me five years to get there. Well, the reality is it's going to take what it takes because what's critical is that when you get to that point, you actually have the belief because we've also watched people try to fake themselves to it. And um, that is also really successful.
1: That's a really interesting belief uh, that you're articulating there. So the, the idea that, you know, I kind of said, well, you know, yeah, you're working, you're laying groundwork and you, and you, and you may just be laying the groundwork for for your next breakthrough. And sounds like what you're saying is you definitely are. Can you instill in yourself the belief that whatever you're doing right now is setting you up for the next big thing? That's a wildly empowering belief to have. And to acknowledge that you might not know what the next big thing is, you might not be able to see it. I didn't see it before. I can't see the next thing now. But if you can have the belief that you're definitely setting it up, put your head down, do the work, get to the other side, that's empowering, that's motivating. I like that belief.